This is the Rosie Report, Spring Training Edition. It's all you need to know about the Tribe in Goodyear. Daily updates, player interviews, along with other spring training hijinks and tomfoolery. Now, here's Jim Rosenhaus. This is the Rosebud Report, blossoming from spring training. Welcome in to episode number 23 of the Rosie Report. Jim Rosenhaus along with you as we recap Tuesday's action at Goodyear Ballpark. The Giants were in town and they won the ballgame 7-0, but as we always say in spring training, you look for uh, some of the positives out of a ball game. It was a split squad day for the Indians, not in the traditional sense, but they did send a squad up to Glendale to play a B game against the Dodgers. So uh, both teams split up a little bit and everyone trying to get their at-bats in. And Zach Plesak, you look at his final line and uh, Plesak Worked into the sixth inning, five and two-thirds innings. He allowed seven hits, six runs, including four home runs and three strikeouts. But as we'll hear shortly, uh, Plesak and manager Terry Francona not concerned about the line, more concerned about uh, how he got his work in on a positive note. So uh, some good things taken away for Zach Plesak from Tuesday's outing. Offensively, not a whole lot going on, but uh, also on the mound, Good relief work by Nick Whitgren, Phil Maton, and Brian Shaw, who was particularly impressive. Shaw with a scoreless inning featuring three strikeouts. He really looked good. So that's some of the the details from uh, Tuesday's game. By the way, Jake Bowers in that continuing battle for the first base job with Bobby Bradley. He came away with two base hits in a two-for-three day, uh, the only multi-hit game for the Indians on the afternoon. Afterward, Zach Plesak talked about his appearance no i i think really just the focus for me this whole spring was really just to have a find that feel of every pitch and feel comfortable with every pitch you know and each start i've been working towards being able to feel comfortable throwing every pitch for a strike and when i need to um and today i finally felt like i had every single pitch in my pocket where I can throw it for a strike if i wanted to and you know that's what i really focused on today is being able to throw those pitches in the zone um, you know, I give up three first pitch homers and regardless of that, you know, I just was, I'm working on making sure I can throw those pitches when I want, where I want to. And I finally feel like I'm at a spot where I can do that. Is it difficult maybe as a competitor to turn that off a little bit and not focus as much on results and making sure that you're realizing the positives of the outing to build towards the regular season? Yeah. I mean, hundred percent. I think the first time I faced the giants uh, a couple starts ago, that's what Ruben Niebla had reminded me of. He's like, look, dude, like this isn't about what's on the scoreboard or what the results are because approaches are different and at-bats are different than what they will be in the regular season and guys are getting their looks. And I was upset after that outing. And today on the scoreboard, it was worse than the other outing, you know, but at the same time, there's a lot of positives to take out of it. And there's a lot of positives I'm going to run with. Zach, when, when you look at this, your rotation as a group, you know, service time, age. What do you think you guys perhaps can accomplish as you move forward in your careers if you if you can all stay together? And if we could all stay together and grow the culture together and build our team, or you know, with each other, I think it's only going to be good for everybody. Um, you know, it, it's always a plus to have a veteran catcher behind home plate to kind of guide us in the direction we want to take. The rotation into but um you know as we 
finally get our feet under us and, and you know, establish ourselves in this league as in a rotation and be able to grow together, it's only going to be good for everyone. You sort of touched on it there, but how, how important is Roberto for you guys and, and how important has he been just for you just so young in your career? Oh, I mean, he's, I mean, like I said, he's a top catcher in the league. He's incredible. Like everything, he's great at game calling. He's great at catching the ball. He's great at blocking the ball. He throws guys out. <laughs> we have other catchers too that are just, you know, very good too. You know, I think it's to be able to throw the, all those catchers we have is a blessing as a pitcher. And I mean, just Roberto back there is a stud and so is Hedges and so is Bo Taylor, but whoever's catching back there, they're, they're going to do their job that day. Zach, you, you have one more start left. Is that, mm -hmm. do you feel like you're, 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 you're ready for, for opening day or as close to being ready as you can be? Yeah. I felt like I was telling Mandy, I think I finally, had a feel today for the first time this spring that I had every pitch for a strike when I wanted to, you know, and that was really the game plan for me today is be able to establish pitches in the zone. And, you know, I got ahead in the count a lot of times had had guys in strikeout mode, but I just left it too much on the plate, you know, and there's times where I can, I need to be better at going after the strikeouts and there's times where I should be more particular with where I put the location. But, you know, I finally feel like I have every pitch and can throw it wherever I want. And also after the game, Terry Francona gave his outlook on uh, the day against the Giants. Tito, what do you think of Plesak? You know, he gave up the first home run on a curveball. And then the next two were on fastballs. The last one I thought was out of the zone, kind of where he wanted it. Um, I guess probably comes down overall to commanding, you know, better, especially with his fastball still think it's coming out of his hand good. It's one of those things, I know I said it before, you know, during the season, you know, he wouldn't be real happy with it. He probably wasn't anyway, but because it's spring training, he got out to about 80 and, and finished up in the pen and, and it got, got stretched out pretty well. I do think because of his strike throwing ability and people know that, we saw a lot of first pitch swinging, you know, when the, when the regular season starts and you start to pitch to a game plan, That'll help that. Tito, it seems like he he feels the same way as you just said in that he just, you know, he's not looking at the scoreboard, doesn't feel too great about it, but feels okay with it. Do you do you have any, um, especially with these young guys, is that something that, that you guys talk to them about after these outings, like just to, to reinforce all the positives that you want to take away from any outing? Carl is so good about that with those guys. He, I mean, he's amazing with that. Um, and you know, as long, you know, you don't want guys panicking. You want them to care. And, 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 you know, when we make mistakes, we, we got to get better, but I don't think you hit them over the head with it either. Um, and I think our guys do even at that, at their young age, I think they do a really good job of being ready to pitch and being prepared and things like that. I think they do a really good job. Something tells me Carl probably wasn't handled like that when he was, when he was a pitch director. <laughs> I, I, that's that's probably a good uh, good bet, yeah. but he's amazing how he has the ability to put an arm around somebody or accentuate the positives and 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 work on the things that weren't so well. That you know you don't want to just forget about them, but you don't want to beat guys over the head. You know we talked a little bit about Shaw pregame, but what did you think of him again today? Thought his slider was terrific, really really good. Um, you know again you know. 
we were really worried about trying to evaluate B in spring training because we've been around him in spring. But his stuff has been really good. And the last two times out, he's pounding the zone, and uh, it's good. It's been good. Tito, I guess we, we shouldn't be surprised based on his track record, but are you a little bit – are you a little surprised at how well he's done? You mean Brian? Yeah. You know, Tom, he – he said coming in that he felt as good as he's felt in a while. And, you know, sometimes I think guys are maybe trying to maybe talk themselves into that they feel good. But I think we kind of all felt when he walked out that he was, he meant what he said. And, and he has certainly backed it up. Um, ball's coming out of his hand really good, but he's got a little different arsenal than he did before. Um it's interesting. It's, it's real interesting. You know, he, he told us um, that when he, when he came to camp on the minor league deal, his mindset was he didn't care where it was with you guys or anybody else. He was going in to take the closer's job. Do you, do you get that, that impression from the way he's competing? Well, he actually didn't say it like that to me. He kind of said that he thought by, the, I don't know, at some point that he would, you know, morph into the closer because in other words, he's betting on himself. And, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm glad he feels that way. I'll, I'll I'm still going to fall back on, I'm going to make the decision who that is. But um, if, if I like the, I, I like the confidence because I think he's sincere. What, what's it when you're sitting in the dugout watching class A go a hundred, a hundred, one, a hundred, a hundred, like four pitches in a row. What are you do you have to look twice, or is that just, I don't know, is it, is it almost like an optical illusion? Well, I mean, <laughs> a couple of them I didn't pick up because it was starting to get dark, you know, or gray skies. But, you know, if, if it's possible, he might be throwing too many strikes because he's around the plate so much that guys are actually getting decent swings at times. But that's the, if that's the worst problem we have, we're in really good shape. Now, we mentioned Phil Maton worked a scoreless inning for the Indians in the ballgame against San Francisco. A couple of strikeouts for Maton. Very quietly had a, a nice major league season a year ago. One of his best in the big leagues. And the Indians, at least at the start, counting on him to be a big part of their bullpen. We had a chance to visit with him earlier this spring. And he talked about the progress he made a year ago and how he's looking at the 2021 season. Phil, you, you look at um, at how things went a year ago, and, and you really had a chance to establish yourself and, and get get into a spot where you got some meaningful innings. And um, when you look back on that, what were your biggest takeaways from from last year in terms of progress? Uh, I think it was just kind of it showed um, kind of showed that all the work I did initially with the player development staff the previous off season it all kind of paid off, and I was starting to see. Um, progress from where I was two years ago and starting to become the pitcher that I want to become. Um, stuff was a lot better. Um, had some tough luck with some uh, some outings that really inflated the ERA and some other stuff. But uh, overall, I was really excited with how the year went and uh, definitely a good building block coming into this year. I know in spring training, you were the, the regular spring training, you were really looking forward to the season. Were you concerned at all about the, the layoff and, and how that might impact you just from that standpoint of, of not being able to carry some good feelings from the spring on into a regular season as normal? 
Oh yeah, definitely. It, it was definitely every all everything was clicking on all cylinders uh, by the end of spring training. But obviously, all this happened and uh, we didn't get to start on time. But it was a good opportunity for me to uh, kind of touch base again with the player development staff, you know, with all the pitching coaches, and and really use that time to dial in my delivery and fix a few things that didn't have quite time enough time to finish up in the off season. So uh, really, it was just more of a it allowed me to tweak some stuff before season and really sharpen everything up. What's that feeling like when, when you get on the mound after doing all of that work and seeing it result in, in consistent outs and, and really pitching the way I'm sure you, you hope you could? Yeah, it, it was just, it was really exciting. You know, just the difference seeing the ball out of the hand, um, having a lot more confidence in my stuff. Um, it definitely, it was, yeah, it was very rewarding to see all that work kind of pay off and, um, I don't know. I mean, I'm really looking forward to uh, this year. I mean, that's, uh, I feel like I'm night and day a lot better than I was last year. So I'm looking forward to it. You mentioned that. What, what have you done this off season to, to kind of continue that real good progression? Well, it, this off season, it wasn't so much as uh, overhaul, like it was in uh, 2020. This was more uh, fine tuning some things, really getting comfortable with the movements that they're teaching and um, just becoming more consistent. So it's not, you know, throw one day really good. And then, you know, next outing balls spraying everywhere, um, just really tightening up the delivery. So that it's not, uh, don't have such a huge difference between my day-to-day, um, stuff delivery. As much as, as all the, the mechanical part of it, um, what does it mean to, to any pitcher to, to have the confidence in your, your manager and pitching coach to know that they're going to put you out there in, in key spots because you've earned that. Oh, I mean, it's, I mean, I think confidence is almost more important than stuff at times. I mean, if you don't think you're going to get guys out, you're not going to get guys out. And, uh, you know, having, you know, such a great staff that, you know, put me in some really good situations last year to get out. So, I mean, that it's uh, really rewarding and uh, gives you a ton of confidence. So I'm really looking forward to this year for that. I know it's early yet, but there's several new faces in there battling for spots in the pen. And um, what do you see as, as you go through your, your daily routines here in terms of, of potential for what has been a real good bullpen in recent seasons? Oh, I mean, it, it's, I don't know. I feel like everybody always is kind of sleeping on us and saying we're going to have weaknesses here and there. And uh, I, I don't know. We're, I mean, we're going to be able to throw it this year. We got some arms in our locker room. Uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. We're going to be, I, I think we're going to, Really, really surprised some people. I know Austin Hedges was in here yesterday, and he he was saying you don't really want to single anybody out because I mean here it is early in spring training, and uh, it's really impressive to go out to the mounds and see the stuff that people have. As a pitcher, do, are you able to notice that, or are you so locked in on on what you're doing? No, oh, I mean it's uh, more guys start showing up, so your catch partner kind of changes every day, and you know, you'll occasionally get someone new, and it's 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 always the same thing. Like, man, this guy's nasty. Like, you know, you gotta, can't really take a, take a throw off. Cause otherwise you'll end up getting hit. I mean, we, I mean, we, we just got some really good arms here. Right? It's really exciting. When, when you look back at, at the early portion of your career, you, you had some opportunities with San Diego, but uh, looking at it now, maybe even more so than, than when it initially happened, being acquired by the Indians, what has that meant to you in your career? Uh, I mean, it's been a complete turnaround for me. Uh, coming from San Diego, uh, fastball velocity, I was barely over 90 miles an hour in 2019. Uh, just delivery was completely out of whack. Uh, didn't know what I was doing wrong. And then immediately getting traded over, and it was 
they knew we had a plan from day one, what we needed to do delivery stuff for that year, what we were going to do in the off season. And then even coming into this off season, I mean, day one, coming into the complex, we had a plan for what we were going to work on, what we were going to fix to prepare myself for spring training. That's Phil Maton, Indians relief pitcher, talking about the season to come. And that's going to do it for this edition, episode number 23 of the Rosie Report. Thanks so much for downloading. Thanks, as always, to Bart Swain, Courtberry Trip, and Austin Controllis. Great work all spring long in the bubble, uh, helping out with our interviews and one-on-ones. So we really appreciate their work uh, throughout spring training. Stay tuned. We'll have another edition or episode of the Rosie Report tomorrow. Hope you can join us then. Thanks so much for downloading. I'm Jim Rosenhouse. This has been the Rosie Report.